Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Away Day Show, the midday show for the week. Nathan's back. Back uh, again. From, sounds like popular around the, yeah, around the fan <laughs> groups. We got a good episode last week, so thanks for all the support on YouTube, Spotify, Opera Podcast, all that good stuff. Um, mate, thanks for coming back on. No, all good. Um, interesting, I guess, week in football in general. We had a few big topics to talk about, a few yep. trophies being raised, a yep. few semi-finals to come. Anything stand out to you this weekend in football? Uh, not really, probably just the Vinicius hat-trick, to be Vinicius. honest. Big man. Um, yeah, that's that's it to be honest. Not really much else. Yeah, well, that's that's perfectly said. That's yeah, that's perfectly number one. Probably the biggest, I guess, talking point of the whole guess, last sort of week and a bit because the semi-finals are also there in Saudi Arabia uh, on Ronaldo's turf. Mm, yeah. <laughs> just doing his idol proud. Yeah. Um, first half hat trick. Mm. Barcelona again a little bit in the mud. Four-one yeah. loss to Real Madrid. Real yeah. Madrid lift the Super Copper. Um, I've seen a bit of the mini, like the mini sort of highlights mm. of this. Um, I don't know about yourself, but what a performance from yeah. Real Madrid again. Yeah, I saw the the like mini highlights, yeah. same as you. Um, I feel like a bit of an idiot. Like I was, you know, the last couple of weeks I've been banging on about Arejo and then <laughs> yeah. he dropped an absolute disaster class. Oh, but, God. Um, yeah, like all the talks around Real Madrid and as it should be. Mm. Like Vinicius was unbelievable. I thought Rodrigo had a really good game, Stood right out. wing. Yeah. I thought he, he could have scored more than one. And yeah. the fact that it was only 4-1... Yeah, oh, you know, sure like it's it? a yeah, bit, yeah. 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 Um, Lewandowski with a really good goal as mm. well. But yeah. just, Barcelona were just all over the place defensively, weren't they? That's the like, thing. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like uh, maybe a bit uh, of the hangover yeah. of like, because they bossed last day. I think we can agree. Oh, yeah, they were 100%, 10 yeah. points clear in the league, but it felt like 20. It never felt yeah. like it was ever in doubt. Yeah. And that de- it was the defence. Was it like 16 like yeah. goals conceded or something mm, at some point in the year? Mental defence. Now they're playing this, this high line and... Are they all mm. over the place? Like Kunde was oh, no idea what he was doing. I've not, and that, that, they tried the midfield four again. Mm. Like it didn't really work. Yeah, no. And I think it's just, it's just worrying because Xavi said, "Oh, we played as well this season as we did last season." I think he's trying it's to cover for something. I yeah. think it's. I'm not saying sack Xavi. No, no way, no way in the world. But if it keeps going the way it's going, and you finish 12, 10 points off yeah. Girona, and you don't win anything because you know. I don't think they're going to win a Champions League either. Like you're going to, have to really have to go for the Copper, um, Copper del Rey. If you're in no trophies with this squad, you've got FFP problems as well. I think we're mm. hearing they can't yeah. on anyone this January. Yeah, no. It just gets a little shaky. Mm. And I just don't know, like from your, like from where you come from, where do you reckon they go like next? Because yeah, a bit of a hole right yeah, now. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to sort of figure out what to do with them at the moment because, mm. like, it doesn't matter what Xavi did last year. It, yeah, uh, it, it's he could he could win the Champions League this year. He's still yeah. going to be under pressure next year because mm. it's it's the expectation of the club um, and the fans as well. Like they're they're mental. The expectations they put on the players and oh, the manager. Um, and Xavi's one of the greatest ever midfielders to play. Exactly. You know, not just for Barcelona, but the entire world. All, so, all the time. Yeah. Um, look, first and foremost, he's just got to show up that defense. Mm. Obviously, like I think their four line is where they need to invest. But at the moment, like, defensively, just like, just all over the place. Like, Arejo's playing right back. And, and I get why, because he's, the last couple of meetings, he's actually done quite well on Vinicius. Yeah. But, like, he's your skipper. Put him at the heart of that defence. Make him lay the turn. Yeah. You know, trust wh- whoever you want to play right back. You know, Sergio Roberto can play there. Yeah. If you put someone else there. You yeah. Don't move Kunde and, and Arejo and... 
just st- stop playing this high line because uh, it's just that it's was ridiculous. The, the high line they got actually both teams. Cause I think Real Madrid was about quite a high line mm. this game as well. They, the first half was just like end to end yeah. to end, yeah. and Lunin made some big saves. Well, like mm. yeah, as Barca much as Barca had, were like yeah. bad overall, they had a little. Sc- between the 10-minute and 35-minute mark, they could have scored two or three. Yeah, they had good chances. Lunin's a big save. I think they hit the post as well. It was, like, mm. it was just like, what's yeah. going Had on here? Had you got close with his, exactly. his left foot. But. Both teams, I think, when I think of Ancelotti, I think of, you know, not a high line. I think of, you yeah, know, no. defensively orientated first. Keeps then, the ball. Yeah, keep the ball. Yeah. Let the superstars have some moments of brilliance and win your games of football. Yeah. Even Barcelona last season... This whole high line that you're talking about, they were basically on the halfway line mm. for that um, Rodrigo cross to um, yeah. Vinicius. And Vinicius' first goal as well ran yeah, the first from his own half. It, like, Bel- the, the pass from Bellium wasn't even that good. It was just yeah, the, the defence was... And they just caught like, out because yeah, exactly. he made the run from inside his own half. They were all flat-footed. Yeah. The weighting of the pass wasn't great. Yeah. Decent pass. But again, like, you're exposing yourself yeah. like that and... I don't know. Maybe it's they try to develop the squad in a different direction. And, yeah. you know, yep. we see what Pep does a lot of years. He has a poor start, but they always finish well. Mm, yep. I just don't see where Barca yeah, no. can finish well or fix yeah. things up. So just a little worried, mm. right? Yeah, no definitely. transfers in January. Yeah, no. The are things are big things. We both mm. had him or we both thought he'd be in the team of the year discussion. Mm. Um, and then you've got all these just disappointing performance. We talked about last week, well, Pedri, Gavi, yep. they're basically the leaders at, at 20 and nine, uh, 19 and 21 in the midfield. Yep. Mm. There's a lot of underperformers at the moment and I yeah, just feel like... a couple of passengers at yeah. Barca at the minute. And like, with the high line as well, if you're going to play a high line, you can't have your keeper standing on his six-yard box as well. Like, he needs to be a sweet... That's, yeah, why, that's why Liverpool can afford to play a high line. Yep. And even when Kelleher plays as the backup, we still play it because he's been taught how to, to play it. Yeah. Now, Testagan didn't play... But you'd like to think the backup keeper might not be as good, but would have, have an idea. idea. Come out, yeah. yeah. He left himself in no man's at that first goal. You're right. Yeah. He sort of half came out, and then Vinicius said, "Yeah, mm. one touch around you. See you later, goal." Yeah. Vinicius, what a, we sort of touched on it before. What a game. Yeah. Hat trick. People have been, what's the word, a bit critical on him this mm. season. I guess first time experiencing <laughs> some injuries. I think he's the yeah. first thing to touch on. But then also, people don't reckon he's performed as well. I think it's a little harsh. Mm. But he's yeah. gone and shut the critics up in this game oh, here. Big time, yeah. Like. And we th- we talked about it a few times and Bappe potentially joining that front three. Mm. That is like that's just frightening because Vinicius back his best now. Hopefully, stays a bit more fit. And you agree, and and I also see as well. Rodrigo's probably without scoring, you know, the goals was probably one of the like, one mm. goal probably was one yeah, of the best players on the pitch. He was like, very good. Um, he added Mbappe to that because Hostler's sort of been a two got passengers. Yeah. He's been a massive passenger yeah. this season. That front three is electric. Like it's, Barcelona can give it oh. up. <laughs> I don't even. Uh, I, I think it's going to happen. Like we spoke about last week, like mm. Mbappe needs to make that move, but just please don't happen. Like you know, just football give fans. give everyone else a chance <laughs> at the Champions League. You know what I mean? Like go go to your own Super League. Yeah, just first yeah, like yeah, yeah. You know, just first Barca every week and like just yeah, and leave us all alone. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It, it it is frightening and. My bold predictions, I guess, somewhat coming true. First. Yeah, the, the, tra- first, the, what, the treble. Treble. Well, yeah. Yeah, sort of still a weaker, on. It's sort of a weaker treble if you can this trophy, but it still counts. Super still counts, counts. Yeah. Champions League, La Liga, they're looking good. Girona mm. um, drew on the weekend. They drew, yeah, drop points. After so. we put the ringer on them on the yeah. weekend. They said, oh, how good they are. <laughs> they draw to the bottom yeah. of the table. So, <laughs> um, yeah, a bit of a stinker there. But, yeah, first trophy down. Mm. Um, Ancelotti now equals Zidane's 11 trophies for Real Madrid. Second most yeah. trophy winning manager at Real Madrid. He's just, he'll go down as surely what top five, right? Oh, 100%. He's, 
I just don't feel like, again, he's someone that's not appreciated enough as well. Like, Mm -hmm. again, not flashy like Pep or, you know, not like the classic Sir Alex Ferguson or Wenger's. We don't hear enough about what Ancelotti's yeah, no. done. It's not like kind of groundbreaking, no. kind of change the, the football world <laughs> no. kind of football. But no. it's like it's just consistent finals, consistent winning. And he's managing at the biggest clubs. Yeah. And he's, he's still like, as you said, doesn't really get the recognition that he probably deserves. Obviously he does it at a degree, but I think nowhere near what yeah, he deserves. Yeah, nowhere near. Like mm. it's one thing to manage Real Madrid. It's one thing to win at Real Madrid. Like... Um, we've seen some managers like Lopetegui went there and just like it all fell apart. Yeah. Other than for Zidane recently, like same sort of auras, they just command that respect. And I think the difference here, to, talking about Xavi and uh, Ancelotti, Ancelotti just is a winning manager. Like he mm. just wins trophies in a cup final. If I'm picking a manager to take me out there, as much as Xavi can get me um, oh, yeah. 90 points yeah. in a league, but if I want to go win a trophy tomorrow, <laughs> Ancelotti just has that. That thing about him yeah. where he, he just, just knows how to win. He just knows how to win. Knows how to win. Eleven tries around with you. Yeah, it's it's really <laughs> remarkable. So yep. they're off to a good start. And as we said to the last week as well, a few more problems for Barca opening up. Yep. So pressure on there. Um, we mentioned Girona and Leverkusen last week. Obviously, Girona <laughs> get the draw, but someone who did win just just was Leverkusen on the weekend. Thank you, Leverkusen. I was about to say <laughs> we were just like frauds of both games and both teams have dropped points. Um, Jesus, I actually watched this game back um, in the end. Very interesting game in terms mm. of Leverkusen could have been 4-0, four, 5-0 four nil, nil up at halftime. Yeah. They had chance after chance after chance, yep. hit the post. Grimaldo and um, Frimpong were just dominating. They just yeah, couldn't Grimaldo find the back of the net. unbelievable. I thought Frimpong was good, but he was a bit wasteful. Um, That's good, yeah, the with the board, yeah, the board is fat, yeah. But, like, he was still mm. good. But Grimaldo, like, he had a shot in the first half, hit the bar. <sighs> it was a builder. Obviously, for the goal, he's crossing to the box to get the assist. Like, yeah. he's just such a good left back at the moment. And... The way that they're playing, like, is there a player in the world that has suited more to, to, to a manager and the way that he I, wants I don't to set say, up? Guru the ball his feet, rightly said, not wasteful in the final third. Mm. Can score, can assist, and whenever he has the ball, he feels like something's gonna happen here. Mm. Like pace, a change of pace, coolness, calmness in the ball. I just think, like, especially for the league uh, now, it looks like that's gonna be a two horse race. Like these teams look. Night and day better than everyone else. Mm. If you if you don't need him to defend and you can just let him almost be a, a second yeah. winger, yep. you're going to score eventually. There's only so much defending you can do yeah. against this side, and you give any second of space. Like yeah. that goal was just half a second. He had to pick the pass. Yeah, great ball in. Yeah, great touch and a oh, great finish from Palacios. Palacios. Yeah. What a finish as well. And then like what that 76 percent. I think I wrote yeah. down. They actually played really well. It was just one yeah. of those games where final pass, final touch just just wasn't, just wasn't quite there. happening. Like Boniface obviously is away. <laughs> Schick mm. had about four or five. He yeah. should have scored, and you're thinking, "Oh, is that going to be going to miss yeah. Boniface?" Kind of, yeah, kind of starts. But, but guess what? Javi Sade, yeah. Alonso Sade keeps going, going, well, going well. He's done, still unbeaten in Bundesliga. So 26 games unbeaten to start the season. I think in all comps in yeah, terms of Germany, losing the Europa League. Yeah, either, so. they are the first side of that now in professional German football. Yeah, so Ridiculous, you think of some it? of the great sides that come before them. Mm. No, nah, they're gone and done it before them. So. Very dangerous, yeah. as you said, Europa League, yeah. maybe the league, then the cup as well. So, that, again, there's yeah. a lot of teams this season. We touched on a bit last season, but we've seen some new faces just yeah. sparking up. And I, I ain't complaining, especially with oh, the yeah, no. it's, it's good. I think I think that if Frimpong and Grimaldo, if they keep going the way they're going... The sky's the limit. They could win. What, what can't they win? What can't they win? Like, because their football's that good, and it's mm. like, you can't, generally, you can't stop it. 
just with just how their fullbacks yeah. operate, it's ridiculous. It's just it's it's one of these things I say a lot with Man City is the way to get at these teams is not to respect them as much. You have to try and get at them mm. because yep. if you just try and sit in absorb. There's only so much you can take when yeah. there's wingers, there's yeah. fullbacks, there's two great number tens in behind. There's normally a great striker that's clinical as well. It's like you can't defend against all of this because mm. you're going to break eventually. That's what happened on the weekend. It's just that over time, you know, you might not get out to Grimaldo that one time, yeah, and he'll no. just pick the pass or hit the shot. Yeah. And it's just like you're right it, with those two in the form they're at, with that midfield looking just incredible at the moment, and mm. the defense just does its job, and they're so good on the ball, they're so good in possession. Yep. You'd hate to be a fullback or a winger in the Bundesliga right, right now. Right now, no, you would not want that task. Because you know you're going to have to run your ass off for 90 minutes, non-stop. And you be worked, <laughs> you'd be worked 100% the whole game. Yeah. Like It's just overwhelming. But yeah, another massive result for them. Four points clear of Bayern. I know that the game in hand, in but hand. as I say this time of year, as long as you're the point, the points are all things that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Games in hand mean nothing. It doesn't matter time. how you play this yeah. time of year, just yeah. get the results. Exactly. And that's what they did. Um, jumping across to this Serie A now. Inter, um, big winners, still top of Syria. Mm. Juventus are in touching distance, but there's a, I just feel like there's a bit, a bit of a, of a gap, like mental gap yeah. where I don't think it's a gettable gap. Like what Latara Martinez acing goals, mm. Taram's been a good sign for them. He's in nine assists, leading assists. They're just the leading time, all the charts. Yeah. Like I just I don't know about you, but I just don't see this gap yeah. closing. I know Juventus are close. Obviously, if, I think if they win, I think they're about two points. Yeah, two or three off. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like Ju- Juventus are winning games sort of 1-0, 2-1. It's quite, yeah. quite scrappy. They're not scoring a hell of a lot. But not as much as Defensively, yeah. they're, they're pretty good. They're very solid, yes. Um, but like Inter, some of the football they're playing, some of the goals they scored. On the weekend. Uh, I think nice. it was Mikatone and then Turam laid it back. And it's, it, they're, they're a very good side. And I think, I know it's obviously the gap's quite close, but the difference in. First and second, I think is yeah. It's one of those. More. I think it's one of those legs where it looks close, but I think it's really not. Yeah. If you really look at it, I think it's a much bigger gap than yeah. what we're thinking. And another seat, obviously, they come off the Champions League final loss last year, mm. and you know, there's many teams in the past that have gone to a Champions League final, even even Tottenham. They went to Champions League final, and then it all sort of fell apart. The fact they've stayed at it, they've stayed good, yeah. is is a is a big thing, and especially they've been so consistent. You look at the last five years, AC had their moment. You know, Napoli at their moment, but Inter's has been the always been, consistent yep. figure. They've had no drop off. A lot of these Serie A teams have had those. You know, we talked about Napoli last week had that yep. drop off. Um, Juventus have already had a rough few years. You know, AC have had moments where they're not there, but Inter's just been consistent yeah, there the have. whole time. Yeah, and it's like very similar to Leverkusen in terms of like how high their their fullback there. Like Demarco, he's DeMarco's dangerous, bombing up and down there. And he's yeah. a dangerous player, um, but like. Just like Mikatarin's been really good. He, I think he got a couple of assists. Kalhanoglu's been good. Um, and obviously Lautaro Martinez. Like Night and day from the World Cup, Lautaro Martinez. <laughs> I was about to say, he's <laughs> most wasteful player. Everyone was blaming him. Everyone for was memeing him. Yeah. Going to cost Messi Messi's World curse. Cup, yeah, now he's, yeah. yeah, now he's banging them in he's no matter what. So, yeah. It's, yeah it, and nothing, we talked about DeMarco and obviously Euro's coming up as well. Mm. That's going to be a threat for Italy. Obviously, not much talk about them because of what Spain and France and England yeah. have got and Netherlands, I get. But everyone forgets that Italy are the holders. I know they missed the World Cup, but there's a few players that, I mean, like the likes of Marco. Yeah, they can shock a few they teams. They can shock a few teams. They're, they're going to be around the place, definitely. Um, in terms of Inter, wait, are we thinking any chance to ruffle some feathers in the Champions League this season? 
Uh, I think there's a chance, but it's just hard. some of the teams are just hard. like Real Madrid, yeah. Man City. Man City yeah. Again, it's the those two you'd fancy over them, but sort of in the tier below, Inter are definitely there. The goals from Lataro. Yeah. Region. It just goes under the... I think Syria in general sort of goes under the radar, some of the teams, especially last year with both Milan teams yeah. being close. Yeah, big time under the radar. Like, yeah. with the way Lataro is playing as well, and it obviously gets memed, like you said, but yeah. he's good out there in discussions some of the best players like this season, the, the form he's in, like yeah. 18 goals. Mm. It's not a, it's not an easy league in terms yeah, of no, it's, yeah, no. breaking down back fours or back fives. So I think you have to sort of chuck his aim in mm. some more discussions now. I think with like Inter and AC last year in particular, even this year with Inter, mm. it's kind of like an expectation that if even if they get to a semi or a final, they're just Man City or, or yeah. Madrid are going to be there. Yeah. So it's like you know, not really spoken about as maybe expect, it should have. Yeah, you it, you there's an expectation that they're not going to win it because they're a two teams. That are just far superior. Yeah, than everybody else. the depth of the players, don't they? Yeah, realistically, no. yeah, no. Just shame because Italian team to win a championship. Oh, it'd be good, wouldn't it? It's been some times yeah. that Juventus sort of yeah run. Better than Real Madrid always bloody been there. <laughs> Honestly, Real Madrid every they're season. Just, oh, now Man City gonna get there every season. Oh, yeah. it's, yeah. them and Man City. It's, it's gonna be a long, long few years. <laughs> if Man City keep going all the way, we're gonna be <laughs> Man City. We got Mbappe going to Madrid. Bloody hell! I'll take Europa League football. Honestly. We could see the same final flex 10 years, Man City and Real Madrid <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. Mbappe versus Haaland yet again. Yeah. Yeah. It could be yeah, it could be a very long 10 years to come. Very, very um, and they've obviously got the Supercopa semi. I think that's coming up next few days as well. They're also in Saudi as well. Yeah, yeah I think so. I don't know why everyone wants to play in Saudi. Trying to promote Saudi football. <laughs> they've got Lazio there. So they could, they could same as Real, I you guess, the early trophy. Lazio. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think Fiorentina's on the other side. Yeah. Maybe, I'm not sure the other side. But yeah, yeah. it could be another... Early trophy with other yeah. big sides. We could be seeing separation in yep. La Liga and in um, Syria. Yep. Um, now, we're in the monks, the midst, sorry, of January January transfers, not really known to be the biggest time of the year. We talked a little bit on other shows about who people need to sign and sell, but we basically said it's probably for next season. But yeah. um, there has been some memorable January transfers along the way. Um, we've gone and selected five just, I guess, memorable ones are our favourite five January transfers. Yep. A lot of Premier League based, i got to be honest, because yeah, not I've many got, other clubs outside the Premier League makes these big moves. I've got moves. a few Liverpool ones in here. Um, <laughs> but that'd be exciting to have a look at what we think some of our sort of best five January transfers are. Get kicked off, mate. What's your first um, transfer? You I'll go from? with Kevin De Bruyne, his move from Chelsea to Wolfsburg. Yep. It's around yeah. about sort of 20 million. Yeah. Um, when he made the move, I, I think before he, he left, he had a... Like I think it was about a six-month loan at Werder Bremen. Yeah. And he impressed. He was really good. Yeah. And then he got the move to Wolfsburg. And in the 14-15 the campaign, he scored about like 16 and assisted 27 or something like that. <laughs> and it's, and he won like Bundesliga Player of the Year. And it's just like obviously I've I've chosen it because of the player he is now because yeah. I just love watching yeah. him. Um, and this was sort of like the first step to him becoming that player. And yeah. then obviously the year after he got the big the move big, to City, move, which yeah. is... 55, 60 million? Under is what it was. Like you, can pay, you could pay double that and it'd still be considered yeah, a bargain. Yeah, exactly. The player here is yeah. ridiculous. So, yeah, I thought I'd go with that. Just, I just love Kevin. Oh, it's, it's, it's the um, butterfly effect, Dave. That, that movie never happens. Yeah. God, yeah, I would be better. Exactly. Chelsea's, Chelsea's loss. I thought Man City's. <laughs> now, add another Chelsea player yeah. to the list of Chelsea another losses. Another Chelsea L. Yeah, absolutely. Can't spell Chelsea without that. The L. So. That's, I've seen that so many times <laughs> in the last six months. Um, all right, my first, let's pick one. Um, you probably have it, so I'll say it as well. I'm going with Virgil yeah. from Southampton <laughs> to Liverpool. 
And again, it's, I think always a bit of storyline behind it because could have been done in the summer. Didn't really want to get him for that mm. amount. Ended up buying the bullet. Yep. 75 million yeah. pounds, 84 million euros around that mark. At the time, everyone's like, you're paying 84 million euros for yeah. this, this, you know, Southampton <clears throat> bottom half player is mm. really that good. And just like, yeah, fuck that. He, I think he joined and became 10 times. Yeah, he scored on that. his debut against Everton, the header. And ever since that moment, probably the best centre back across that period yeah. of time. I don't think anyone, in terms of consistency and big moments and trophies, I don't think you can top Virgil yeah. van Dijk. At, at the time of it. at the time of signing him, I was I was quite nervous because I know it's different positions and different clubs, but Chelsea signed Kepper, mm. and I was like, they spent a shit ton of money on him, yeah, and he was awful, right? <laughs> but we signed Van Dyke, and it's like first time watching him. You can, as a fan, you can like kind of see, like, like obviously when you first saw Martinez, you must yeah. be like, okay, uh, yeah, like he's going to be a good player, you like this guy, yeah, yeah. And it was the same with Virgil, and obviously scored on his debut against Everton, like the perfect debut scoring against, yeah. you know, the rivals, the rivals, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like he's just, obviously he's had a couple of like years where he's been like last year wasn't very good. Um, you know, start of the very start of this year was a bit sort of standoffish. A little bit off. Yeah. Um, ever since probably the Brighton game where we drew two, two, I think he's been faultless. I think he's been brilliant. Um, but I mean, in his peak, I don't think he's top five. Center back of all time in the Prem, but I think he's sort of around the seventh to eighth mark. It's got to be close. Him. Like, and I feel like he won't get the recognition because he's not English passport holding. Mm. Like, you're gonna put you know the um, Ferdinand and the Terry's. Yeah, in exactly. There. But like, if I'm making a Premier League all time eleven, I'm chucking Vidic and um, Van Dijk. Actually, mm. like you got the got the Rolls Royce in Van Dijk, yeah. and you got the real like hard yeah. night and Vidic, and yeah. he might not get that co- in that conversation. But I think he definitely needs to be around that top. 100 percent. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, yeah. It's Especially just like the year he's played in as well. He's played in the Man City era mm, yeah. and he's won every trophy. Like yeah. they've won FA Cup, you've won the Carabao Cup, you've won the Champions League and the Premier League. Mm. In the era that Pep Guardiola and Man City have dominated world football, mm. you've still won every single trophy. So yeah. it's like, how much can you possibly else yeah, do? Like true, it's, yeah. It is really ridiculous in that regard. It's just hard because like, in terms of like all time, you've got to think of like Vidic, Ferdinand, Sol Campbell. Yeah, Campbell. These type, well, yeah. Vincent Company, these types of players that did it for... Longer periods than Van Dyke did. His Van Dyke's peaks probably two years, 18, 19, 19, 20. Yeah. Um, and then obviously got the big injury from Pickford. Um, I thought the season where we won both domestic cups, he was really good. Very good. And people say, like, that was like Virgil hasn't been the same since obviously his peak. But mm. that season he was ridiculous. And then the year after was where he sort of had a little drop. drop off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just outrageous defender. I think the drop the drop off is not like ridiculous. It's just that he's exposing that. Yeah, he'll go in for the tackle, and miss it, but he'll still recover and probably yeah. make up for it as well. Yeah, it's just that people want to pick on yeah. the best players the world for a reason. That's why I think he can be a little bit kind of complacent in his like position. I think he thinks his positioning's a bit better than it actually is at That's, times. Yeah, when you when you can close space as quick yeah. as him, like he's in terms of like. I guess us watching the game is we didn't get to see that we didn't get to see really much of Vidic and all these mm. other guys before Terry at their best. Mm. In terms of us watching Premier League football, as much as we watch, we watch a lot of Premier League football, I don't think I've seen anyone close spaces and out body and just like yeah. overwhelm players like Virgil Van Dijk yeah. does. It's just like he's not here, then he's here. Like it's just like, yeah, and then yeah. how do you go past him? It's just it's just a when you're watching from all the way in Australia on a screen, and it sometimes yeah. makes everyone look tiny. He just commands all that space. That's probably the biggest compliment I can yeah. give the guy. We're like, 
when you see him, like, how are we going to get past him? Mm. What's go- what are we going to do to stop this guy? I mean, maybe I'm being a bit too harsh on him, but it's like if he played with a higher level of, like, aggression mm. and intensity, like, oh my God. We're the best ever. Honestly, <laughs> be a joke. He already is, but... Like I don't, I don't think there's a striker in the world that would get past him if he played if he, with that. Like just this aggressive, just I'm gonna leave it all out there. Mm. But he's still he's one, of the he's one of those ever. like dopey sort of characters. Yeah, that roams yeah. around. Yeah, but absolutely, yeah, probably one of the best. One of the best, for sure. Yeah. Um, your next um, pick, you going for? I'll go with, I'll go with another Liverpool one. I'll go with Felipe Coutinho. From Inter to Liverpool. Big, big about, Liverpool had a lot of these yeah, moves. I had a look through. Yeah, yeah. About sort of 8.5, 9 million at the time. <laughs> what <and> he did. <laughs> obviously, we went, once Suarez left, we went through a bit of a rough patch where we mm. were bringing in guys like, you know, Barini was playing and Lazar Markovic from <laughs> Portugal. And it's like, oh like watching these guys, it's like bloody hell. But then Coutinho would just pop out of nowhere and score an absolute screamer. Yeah. And it's a shame that we couldn't win anything. When he was when he was yeah. with us, but on his day, I mean, he's just unbelievable to watch. Just unbelievable. The biggest to watch. shame that we didn't see more of him and Suarez. Yeah, because he yeah. was sort of just making his name for himself yeah. alongside Gerard that season, where it all sort of fell mm. apart at the end. I think that's just one of the biggest things I'd wondered. I wish I'd seen like Suarez maybe two more seasons with Coutinho. That was when Coutinho was like heating up. Mm. Sturridge and, and like a young Sterling and a fit Sturridge and it's st- oh, like that's we only got to see really one season of it realistically and Jarrah was playing incredible at his yep. ripe old age of whatever thirty four yeah, whatever it was, he was uh, it was like perfect <laughs> it was like it was there and yeah yeah it was just like I wish we had seen that because that Barca never worked for him um, he was he was good at the start but then he just kind of I don't know just kind of fell off it's just a big when you pretty quick fall off you a team with Messi. I touched on a player coming up later in the show we're going to touch on, but I just feel like when you're in a team with Messi, these sort of players that create and sort of very tricky, mm. you can't really work at Barcelona. It's just unfortunate that you've yeah, got no. probably the best player to ever play the game, does the exact same thing that you do, so yep. you sort of just get, yeah, yeah just didn't chucked fit. to the side a little but, bit. Yeah. And then we sold him for, what, like 130 mil, I think it was? And then got by to create the dynasty yeah, that you created. Exactly, yeah. by Alisson and Van Dyke. So obviously selling him wasn't all bad, but seeing him go at the time was obviously yeah. pretty... It was a Premier League legend. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, streets will never forget. Streets will never forget that prime yeah. <laughs> Um Let me go. Let's pick a bit of a bit of back in time. I touched him before. Keep the centre back theme going. I went to Manu Vidic yeah, nice. from yep. Spartak to United for ten and a half million euros, which is, I guess, a decent deal at the time for someone that's not hundred percent known yet. Um, yep. I know Serb- like Serbians in the Premier League a few recently, but at that time wasn't probably mm. the the known thing. But again, case of Man United at their peak of their powers, finding some good players, yeah. <laughs> that players actually going to work. And the G, in my mind, I think the best centre back in the Premier League in terms of mm. again probably not as long as some of the names we're mentioning like Terry's and Sol Campbell's and yeah. the greats, I guess. But I, in my eye, I think he's the best. You have him over back. Rio Ferdinand. I have him over yeah. Rio Ferdinand. Yeah. It, you need some of those tough nights <laughs> in there, and he was a leader. Um, he was ferocious and he, he created a back line that it was. He would allow mm. Everett to play the way Everett could. He allowed Rio to be, again, the Rolls Royce and, and mm. yes, and the two of them. It's just, you don't see many of them like yeah, Rio no. Fern anymore. That's why we love Martinez right now, Man United, yeah. and yeah. people love Romero at Tottenham. You don't see these sort of tough, nutted, crazy guys put his head, mm. whether that classic Champions League story where he put his head in, in front of a boot and he said, yeah, if I put my head there, you ain't going to score. I think like, that's the mentality that we all love and yeah. As a centre back, 
Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's he's up there with one of the best, if not the best. Yeah, I think it's definitely a perspective thing, but he's always in everyone's mm. top five. I think. I mean, the only time I saw him get like rinsed was Old Trafford, Liverpool one four one, and Torres took the piss out Been of him. Crazy, yeah. Um, I think he might have got sent off that game. Maybe I'm not too Won't sure. Be surprised for yeah, yeah. Um, like that's literally the only time that's anyone's ever really kind of gone at him and yeah, gone at him. him. Yeah, but it just Rolls Royce of a defender, good on the ball. Yeah, leader. Of, yeah, a bit ahead in terms of, yeah, at the feet wasn't too bad yeah, either. Yeah, exactly. Had the package for Nemanja uh, Vidic. Yeah. That's my second pick for my top five. I've got, I've got another Liverpool. I'm just picking Liverpool players. I'm not being honest. But I, like, I, I, could have some, I could have picked a lot, yeah. but I knew you were going to pick some, so I just left them out. So I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, we've done a lot of, like, great Louis, January Louis Suarez is my next one. Yeah, it had and to like, be as well. It, it had to be. Around sort of 25, 20 mils around yeah, there. Yeah, around that mark. Um, I came in at, in 2011, his 13-14 season, in terms of strikers in the Premier League, I find it hard to find a better individual season. His 31 league goals. And what, 13 assists? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. In terms of the goals, he's like, Norwich, that was my favourite game of the year at the time. Because he just, <laughs> he scored from halfway, he'd flick it over the defender and then smash it top bins. But like, just, it's it's sad, like, obviously, seeing, it was sad seeing him go to Barca, but... I was not winning that league with Sturridge and a young Sterling and a young Jordan Henderson, mm. Stevie G. Just it, yeah, that, that one hurt. Feels that like one still feels, hurt. It feels like a disservice, <laughs> feels like a disservice <laughs> to what you yeah, have done. Does, that yeah. He was just un, unplayable. It was, he, I think, yeah, in terms of, yeah, doing everything, like in terms of the complete strike, we talked about a lot yesterday in the, the, the weekend wrap-up show with Flynn here. We're in this area now with these complete strikers of like, Watkins and Slunky doing a bit of everything, mm. but have we ever seen everyone, someone do a bit of everything like mm. Suarez did? Like yeah. I think, like you got Haaland's like obviously last just season. Just obviously, Henri had some really good seasons. Yeah. Aguero, obviously Shearer, but like in terms of the go- the quality of goals and just dragging a team to a title that should have like should have nowhere near have been a title. Like no that defense near. was awful. <laughs> like obviously Sturridge was. Underrated, he was yeah. a joke. It was he like a twenty-year-old Sterling. Yeah, 19? Sterling hadn't really found out. Yeah, Gerard was towards the end of 34. his. Yeah, he was <laughs> thirty-four. A young Jordan Henderson. Yeah, I mean the defense was you know Martin Skirtle. And Matt, was it Sacco and Sacco? We had Sissoko at left back, <laughs> and you know Mignolet in goal gave me nightmares. <laughs> but you know to carry a team like that, that goes to show you know, the effect exactly, he had. Exactly. Yeah. I, th- I can only think of maybe like ruining you towards like the Ronaldo time where he couldn't just score goals. Mm. It's only closest in terms yeah. of, because again, I pressure Haaland, I pressure Henri, I pressure these guys, Shearer, they're goal scorers though. Yeah. We're talking about a guy that encapsulated everything that Liverpool had. It was yeah. goals, a CS, high pace, high tempo. And whenever you think of Liverpool, you just think of like Luis Suarez and that era of Liverpool. Yeah. It just, it was ridiculous. He was going to leave. Before this, and then Jared sort of convinced him because he's going to go to Barca, and then Jared convinced him like we got a squad that one we, more, you know, one just more one more, one yeah. more push, and then obviously we know what we know what happens. <laughs> we went touching that. was PTSD for one. PTSD for Nathan. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. I would have had him back again. You wouldn't have him, so I skipped him yeah. over. Um, let's go with a more that's modern one. Bruno Fernandez, mm. sporting to United, sixty-five million euros. Yep. Again, another one that was going to come in summer. Classic Man United that doesn't pay the money. They end up paying more in January, but hang on, that's yeah, how that works. Typical, typical United, blazes though. out. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> Jay, in terms of an 18-month period, from that January to the end of the next season, 
Is was, there, was, was anyone better in football than Bruno Fernandes? It was incredible. As much as I hate him. Even, much, though, even though I said I, I love him. I convinced you that you love him on the week. <laughs> even though I said I love him. As much as I we hate him. We called him. We called him last week. We him. The Liverpool fans, I think the first ever Liverpool fans said he loved Bruno Fernandes. But no, as much as I hate him, you can't ignore the impact he made and, and the goals he scored. You know, from Andreas Pereira, who at the time, I know he's good for Fulham now, but watching him then under Ole, Jesus, that must have been. Grim Zanes. I don't know how he went what, what, past what, that. What, Dan, no, was it Dan James? Yeah, 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 Dan James on the right. Dan James and like... Uh, um, Martial up top with oh. Pereira and behind you. You have McTominay and... Yeah. Fred, oh McFred, Fred, McFred. take me back, eh? Take me back. <laughs> what a joy! <laughs> but you just you sprinkle Bruno, and then all of a sudden, oh, Champions League team, yeah. being PSG so you away, got, you got top four that year, top four, yeah. yeah. And then obviously it wasn't as big in that year that we were like we, we got top against we beat Burnley, we were top of the Premier League, mm. and that was obviously as it slowed down again. But that was him and Pogba, and we were like, is there a better duo in the Premier League? Yeah, you know, to the combination yeah, Pogba as well. Yeah, uh, Bruno just lifted this team. It just. I just, I, yeah. I, another way to say it, it was a mid team that was, yeah, was a, a seventh team, team sixth team in the Premier League with no creative, well, no creativity, no output, counter attacking, inshallah. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's Bruno, <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden, it's Bruno pinging balls. Like on yeah. the weekend we saw in the live watches, pinging mm. balls left, right, and center. And I think he's almost a, he's almost hurt his own legacy by being so good at the start that now everyone has this expectation he's going to score 20 a season yeah. and had 15 assists yeah. because he just hit the ground running and. Yeah, I don't think we've seen anyone hit the ground running as good as Bruno mm. Fernandes in terms of 18 months. Not a better yeah. player in football, I think. You know, Ronaldo, Messi, probably the only two you think would be better than him at the moment. So yeah, I think now there's like there might have been a little drop off in his yeah. performance, yeah. but it's because like he's trying so hard to create Very and and defend. Yeah, like he's trying so hard to to get this team going to get like he, he gave Rashford a penalty against yeah. Everton, tried yeah. to get him going that hasn't. Really working. Yeah, I know he scored on the weekend, yeah. but he was he was pretty horrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he's just trying so hard to pull that team through. I always say it. Like um, Antonio's been harsh on him a little bit, mm. and having the you know, the luckiness to go and watch a game live and see that Bride game. Yep. Just going to show you, I think why I I always seen him as a captain, but the ability he was playing as, as a six because mm. no one else could do the job. He said, I'm going to go and play as a six. I'll play as a right back, whatever, and just pick the ball up for me and just ping balls out. And it's just like mm. incredible. He sacrifices everything basically for this team. As much as everyone complains, and it's fair enough about all his moaning and this, that, and the other, has there been a better servant over the last six, seven years mm. than Bruno Fernandes? He, he gives everything. doesn't miss a minute. Yeah. Creates so much. Doesn't stop running. Yeah, he might whinge and dive and stuff like that, but he's he works his socks yeah. off. For like us, I'll so. I'll be the first one to say like, why is he whinging? Why yeah, is he yeah, not playing? Yeah. But it's because he cares. He, yeah, it's he because is. he wants to win. It's because he's he's sick of getting smashed. Mediocrity, you yeah, know, mediocrity. Yeah, yeah. So yeah absolutely. It's because he cares. Absolutely, and that's why he's in my yeah. in my list for me. Um, your number four, your fourth. I got pick. yeah one more. Uh, I've got crossover, haven't we? I've got Thiago Silva going from yeah, Fluminense to AC. Big move. About I think it's about. 10 mil, I think it was, in 2009. Decent money back. Um, Decent money, yeah, not yeah. bad money. He didn't play. He, he signed, and then I don't think he played for a couple of months. I think he sort of had to, like, buy his time. Um, but then when he played, he was ridiculous. That team. I mean, yeah, 2011, <laughs> they won the league. He made, I think he made about 33 appearances, and he was their player of the season. Ridiculous. Which, you know, was sort of the, the coming of him. Yeah. Um, and then he got the big move to PSG. It would have been good for Milan fans and Serie A to... Seen there for longer, yeah. but that was again another one of those players where, like, I didn't pick him because of the transfer at the time. I've picked him because, like, what he's now, done. like, I love. He's probably my favorite centre back of all time. 
I just love watching him play. Watching him now, probably one of the best centre backs I like to watch in the yeah, Premier League. Yeah, I just, love watching him. But he's 38, yeah. 39. Doesn't look a day over yeah. 20. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's still their best defender. Probably yeah. up there with their best and player, with Cole Palmer. So. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, he's he's an absolute warrior. That was the start of him through that AC yeah. Milan, Thiago Silva. <clears throat> Too much yeah. streets won't forget. That's a street yeah. won't forget. That so is a streets won't forget one. Yeah, long yeah. sleeve yeah. AC yeah. Milan kit. That, that is Thiago yeah. Silva to a, to a T. Yeah. Um, I've got two more okay. on Fluminense. We'll, we'll um, touch this one. My fourth player is Marcelo. Yeah. And Fluminense to Good Madrid. One. Six Good and a half million in 09. Yeah. Very good and one. again, at the start, wasn't wasn't any superstar, you know. Mm. But when you think of Real Madrid, you think of Marcelo, you think of Ronaldo. That left hand flank, yeah. Talk about dynasties, that is, that tormenting is. La Liga and the world <laughs> and Champions League yeah. for like what ten years, like straight. One of the greatest combinations. Um, who? Would, yeah, I think Tony was touching on if you were like Messi, you want to go play with your mates. You know, would Ronaldo do that? And I was like, does Ronaldo have really have any mates? Marcelo is number Marcelo, one. He's yeah. that guy, and that. That bond, that relationship, and that combination. Ronaldo joins a few years later, maybe maybe a year later, I think, and yeah. they, they've just ever since mm. taught you right, tormented defenses. Yeah. And when you think of left backs, the first person you put like an all time. I'm thinking every era. Oh, he's you'd almost just lock in Marcelo. Almost, yeah. Incredible. Reinvented what it means to a fullback as well, attacking yeah. up the bar line. Um, and we might not ever see someone like yeah. Marcelo. We've so gone from Ronaldo and Marcelo, we thought. Right, that's over. That's fine. Yeah. We can we can relax. We can breathe. Now we've got Vinicius <laughs> and bloody Mendy and oh. Bellingham and Chilmeny. And now Davies is linked there yeah, as well. Yeah, Davies, yeah. That's basically the next coming of, of Marcelo yeah. as well. So you've got that to do with as well. So, yeah, yeah, that's my four. And number five, one. another one similar to what you've done. I've got Erling Haaland from Salzburg to BVB. Yeah. 45 minutes. It was a lot of the time. Can he do it in a bigger league, a top five league? Absolutely good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sancho, Royce. <laughs> Um, scored on his Bellingham. debut as well um, Came off from the bench and Just the amount of clips that Bundesliga still rings the clips of him Back in the day <laughs> still, Just yeah. just making like The most ridiculous hat tricks In like 10, 15 yeah. minutes He was He was different that In that move mm. Straight away It felt like forever The amount of goals he scored But he was only there for what, Just over a year and a bit Like yeah. he, he just phew, Took the league by storm Yeah he was Deserving free. of a team of the year um, Then go makes the big move It all Again, butterfly effect, but yep. what a player and hasn't stopped scoring since he made that move. So that was my fifth. Do you see him staying at City for the rest of his career? Do you see him making a move I, to I, Madrid? I or? don't think he stays there forever. The thing about Madrid, if they can do it, if they can do it, if Mbappe... <laughs> oh, my God. If, if they can do it. I, or when. Or when, when, or they so, so when they can do it. <laughs> when um, Perez wants to dip into his pocket a little bit deeper. Uh, I feel like he has to move. mm but again, it's just hard. To, we, like, we talk about this now. Man City now don't have that little brother aura or that little club. Yeah, aura. No. they've won a Champions League. They won a mm. treble. So technically, moving away from Man City would be a you know a step down. And I know Real Madrid and Barcelona still have that whole prestige. But I think we can agree now the Premier League's had the, been the best day for the last four years, yeah. I think, or five years. Yep. Touch and go before that, probably La Liga gets the bet there. But. Do you go to a league like that and potentially be second fiddle to Mbappe, mm. or do you go and try and compete against Mbappe to Barcelona, Barcelona yeah. suit their sort their money stuff out? Yep. Would it be right to leave Pep? Like, there's all these different mm. things, and he's a winner. He's, he only plays oh, yeah. to win. I don't think he cares other than for winning and scoring mm. goals. So maybe continue to stay at, at City. I'd love to see him leave just to help <laughs> help us <laughs> yeah. out, help our two clubs <laughs> win some us, things. Yeah. Um, That'd be nice. But wouldn't he suit Real to a T? Mm. If he only has to score goals, oh, 
we got Valverde, you got Chouameni, you've Bellingham, got Bellingham, yeah. you've got Vinicius, you've got Rodrigo, Mbappe potentially. Yeah. I mean, it. surely they'd have to sell like someone. a Rodrigo or like a, Val- a Valverde or someone to. Yeah, I, I'd assume, if it was I assume to we'd happen. get rid of either. Well, I guess Vinicius is their guy. You'd have to get one of those wingers though. Yeah. And maybe one of the midfielders because you can you can open. sort of replace them. Yeah, they're ridiculous. They're midfield, but you can you can replace them. Yeah, I yep. think I think the only w- I can't really see him leaving to be honest, unless the charges mean they have to. Sort they of. they have to, or they get like relegated, or they mm. like they have to sell some players. Or I, I don't know. What's your thoughts on all that? So Everton now Everton are up another charge, Nottingham Forest, which mm. about time I think they. But then Man City still nothing. No hearing back from them. The the like disagreement between like fans and like pundits. It's not that Forrest and Everton are getting charged because they deserve it, right? Mm, They've yeah. breached certain rules and stuff. It's the fact that nothing's happened to Man City, nothing's yeah. happened to Chelsea, and I know it's it's a lot, you know, harder than right. You, like go go to League yeah. One or whatever. Yeah, I know yeah, it's a lot yeah. harder than that, but it's the fact that you know they they've given these sort of lower, you know, not mm. as financially um, big. You know, teams yeah. punishment already, and then you have a look at Man City and like injustice. Hasn't really been anything there. You know, there's been talks <laughs> of like Chelsea. Have they yeah. breached anything? Not really anything going on there. So it's a bit one fifteen. You know. There's gonna be one of them. That's the thing. I think. Oh, that's the thing. Like, Can you not go in chronological order? Because I think this dates back to yeah. like what the early twenty tens. I think mm. these are dating back to. This. Why don't you just go and go through each single case one by one? If mm. Everton's are in between at Man City's sixty fifth. Yeah. Go ahead, do Everton. But it feels like they're just picking out. I think what it's happening is because Everton's are just like single offences or like easy to, mm. you know, deduce that they're wrong, they've gone and done that. But amongst all 115 alleged breaches, there's got to be at least mm. 10 in there. I mean, the only possible reason I can give is I, I read something, I don't know if it's true, but I think, the, uh, I think they, they found out about the charges illegally. So they have to find right. they have to find a, a way, way to, like a legal way. Which, like I don't know if that's true or not. It, it I, might be, not I would be, not be surprised. I, I saw like it. I think it was a comment or something, and it got like loads of replies and mm. like likes and stuff. Um, but like again, you would think like even if like they're guilty of one charge, like why not give them the charge now? Yeah. Why why is it not a loss of points now? Because you're because you're affecting other teams Absolutely. now. Yeah, but say yeah, Everton's chances to say like we might give Villa more of it. Like Villa would feel way more confident. They're going to splash the cash in January yeah, exactly. to try and win the title. But they're looking at Liverpool. Like you can't. Obviously, the top, we're top of the league, but mm. you know, Salah's not going to be. Yeah, it's nervy we'll times. see how Liverpool go. They yeah. could drop points. Arsenal aren't in great shape. No. You know why? Why can't we go on and push for the title? But obviously, with City being there, it's kind of, you know. So you're affecting yeah, teams now absolutely. by not giving them any punishment. But and then you're giving Everton and Nottingham charges now, which yeah. is affecting them. Which is going to send them down, basically. <laughs> yeah, send them down. It's, it's funny because I've seen it was always mocked up like who wins the titles because they might go and just do that like the reverse go back and just sort it out like that but then it just gets so messy mm. like it, what has to happen is the points have to be deducted so it stays the same through everyone yeah. but hypothetically it all affects the past yeah 21 times so I think you're 20 <laughs> yes, you'll be 22 20, 21 or, or 21 how many or 22, did you come second for Twice, twice. So you'd be twenty one, yeah. we'd be twenty one as well. How good that be? Yeah, twice. I think. Yeah, I feel like it has to be points deduction. It just feels wrong yeah, to yeah. It, it's the only, pass. Do you th- is, will Everton be like just a points deduction again, or do you think I it'll think be like another a points deduction? More than ten points. 
I think it might be another. T- oh, it depends how badly they breached it. Yeah, true. Yeah. But again, this all dates back to COVID time. It just feels so harsh. Yeah, it does. Because they were trying yeah. to push for a year. Because it was 2021. The yeah. Weather, yeah. But they went, they got a lot of hammers and they got a dress of gay for big money. Yeah. And it's just like, they're trying to push for Europe. Yeah. They were paying, yeah, they're paying Ancelotti to cut. Yeah, yeah, they paid Yeah, huge so they money. had yeah. all these wages. Yeah. And the stadium was being built and there was no fans coming. It just was like such a tough. Mm. Whereas Nottingham Forest, I don't have no sympathy for them. They just. Spent yeah. on 45 that was players. when they got promoted. Yeah. Prim- yeah. yeah, and they yeah. just like, like, sold just, players. Everyone nothing. knew that that was stupid, but yeah. they still did yeah. it anyway. And they still went on and did yeah. it. Yeah, so that I don't feel sick, but everything I sort of have some bit of sympathy for. Especially yeah. the Liverpool fan, I feel like you'd have a little tiny bit of sympathy. Well, we, they deserve it. Yeah, because obviously, like, you, you breach, you, know, you breach. Rules are rules, but yeah. the the frustration is why is there no movement on the city case? We don't like city around here. Uh, anyway, um, do you even though we have a shirt, I don't have a shirt. I have to have it just because they, yeah. they, they, we have a lot of games, but they play. Um, do you just run through again to round up the segment? Your fire that you put in there. So in no particular order, I had Virgil Van Dijk, yep, Luis Suarez, Flip Coutinho, yep. Thiago Silva, and Kevin De Bruyne. Said, um, and then I had Bruno, Virgil, uh, Van Dijk, Erling Haaland, Marcelo, and Nemanja Vidić. So. Good nice spread there. Yeah, Once nice again, spread. very Premier League orientated. Yep. I can't, when I was looking through all the history, Premier League clubs are the only ones that send a mm. sign place in January. <laughs> it goes to show that even when I look, I was like, why is I'm trying to like yeah, I'll, I'll like top ten in history to like just get, get an idea of what was going on. All I see is top ten Premier League, Premier League, Premier League. Yeah. Like, any game the occasional like Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, like, yeah, the other one. Yeah. I had to really look to find the Marcelo yeah. and make sure the Manjuvic yeah. really moved. Yeah, all these that, other ones. That Marcelo one, that's a good shout. I was, I was very happy like to find that, that one. Very yeah, good shout. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll touch, we'll go back to Germany now, quick, real quick, um, and touch on Borussia Dortmund and Jaden Sancho and to a lesser Ian Matson as well. Mm. Um, let me just get your thoughts on for Sancho. Yeah, yeah, we day and a half. I want to get your thoughts on Sancho. You obviously had a little bit on the live watch along, but for those haven't really watched that. Um, your thoughts on the whole drama, I guess. Where do I start? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good move for the for Man United and the player. Just kind of mm. get rid of that whole sort of drama. Um, I asked you during the live if like you want him to succeed because mm. obviously you want Ten Hag to stay for yeah. as long as possible, yeah. right? And I don't see him playing again for no, Man United yeah, while Ten Hag's yeah. there. Even even if Ten Hag leaves, I don't see him playing because I just think the fans would just there wouldn't be any sort of appreciation yeah. as far as like I can't mm. I can't see it anyway um but like it's it's good for the for Sancho I guess just to kind of just to get away from that whole situation yeah um Ten Hag can finally put that to bed no more questions in yeah. the media please media, yeah, I'm yeah. sick of seeing Fabrizio post this is what Ten Hag said, <laughs> about, Ten Hag said about Sancho honestly it's every day but yeah. no it's it's finally time that both parties sort of moved on and you know, I think Sancho got an assist when he came on the other day. I'd say 20 minutes he gets an assist. I mean, I, I don't think it's sort of... Det- people saying it's going to look bad for the Bundesliga. I don't think it is. I think it's just players just suit different leagues better. Yeah. So if, if he does well, great. If he doesn't, you know, don't really care to be honest. He's yeah, not a Liverpool, so... Yeah, but so yeah, <laughs> anyway, it doesn't really impact you. Cause I, said, I said it on the watch, and I'm like, everyone's second team's BVB. Like, everyone has a yeah, soft spot. Because yeah. of that Jurgen Klopp's yeah, style... Good at developing players. Yeah, everyone has that soft spot for the Marco Royce. Everyone loves Marco Royce. Mm. So in that regard, I'm not complaining. Um, and see, the funniest thing was in that um, sort of me documentary they put together for YouTube. The first thing you said was sorry three times to the, the physio. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and everyone's yeah. like, the bloke was there for five minutes. And he said sorry yeah, three he times. Just couldn't say sorry. He couldn't um, take two seconds to say. And I'm he's sorry. posted social media. So he's really sticking it to Ten Hag. And yeah, 
Actually, I might segue that a little bit later. There's, a, I think, a lot going on with Ten Hag with other former players as well. But I, I want to see him say Jaden Sancho is a great player. And I talk about you talk mm. about um, Jude, um, Harland, Sancho, and Royce. Like that little mini era oh, yeah. there. Yeah. We all loved watching that happen. Like, I, I was hooked watching that team play because Good it fun. was creativity. It was Good fun. fun. It was yeah. exciting. It was youthful, and there was just so much excitement around that group. And I just think Sancho is best. We saw it literally in this game. He had, what, 40, I think maybe 30, 40 minutes. Mm. He was running at defenders. He was looking to play the ball, get it back, be quick, be agile. Mm. And you're right. It might not look bad in the Bundesliga. It's just the way the leagues are. Mm. The Bundesliga is a little bit more open at the back. Um, you aren't getting you know the overload and defenders and midfielders helping out in fullback positions. Because yeah. at, at United, he was forced to play with his back to goal. It was receive the ball yeah, and try and play that yeah. way. And that's like as much as Jane Sancho is good with the ball at his feet, we're not seeing the best of what he came for, which was attacking defenders, running mm. defenders, using your trickery. And the first thing we saw, for the assist, he gets in behind, cuts the ball across to Marco Royce and slots it away. And it's him running in behind a back line. It's him attacking defenders, facing goal, staying defenders up. That's the Jaden Sancho we want to see. And maybe just it wasn't suited for the Premier League. It doesn't look bad in the Bundesliga. But it doesn't look bad in the Bundesliga. It doesn't look good in the Premier League. It might look good in the Premier League in terms of the level it's at. Mm. But it's just the way the player suits. Does that annoy you as a United fan? Oh, like seeing him get the ball and run. run yeah. There were so many times he'd get the ball and he'd like, it, it was so slow and it was so predictable. He'd always cut back, yeah, play to played, the midfielder yeah. or play to the fullback. Yeah, reverse the ball, never yeah. go. And that's, it does kill me because I really want to see him go and kill it. Because yeah. I thought, Oh, he's, a good, he's a good player. We got it's just a direct winger in Rashford, yeah. and we got someone a little bit more technical, but can still go out the back line. Sancho, their best mates, is separate. Blah blah blah. I mm. just thought it's just it was meant to be, right? Yeah, it's just he can play the number ten if we didn't play number ten, like at Dortmund. But it just yeah. it's never quite. And maybe again, it's systems as well. He's yeah, played under what? True. Ole, Ranyu, Carrick, Ten Hag. Even Carrick's in there, bloody hell! Like Carrick had three games, but again, to really ex- <laughs> like. Yeah, draw so it out. different managers, different like, personalities. He's been there for yeah. what three years? Yeah, and he's had the four managers. Yeah, that's Ridic- ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, no like no wonder no consistency. Yeah, no wonder some of the players are so yeah, inconsistent. No structure. Yeah, exactly. No. It's just like I have a lot of sympathy for, and as, as much as I'm trying to put this fan to the side a little bit, because as a fan, I'm just really you know upset, not angry, just upset that it hasn't worked out. Mm. But if you look at it broadly and subjectively, and just looked at what happens. You could have some sympathy for the bloke. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. it's just... Yeah, like, all sort, sort of, of mental, like, sort of health problems as well, yeah. which, obviously, you have to take seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Ten Hag, you know, credit to him. He, he gave, him, he gave yeah. him time off, Yeah. Um, which, you know, was good management by him, good man management. But, like, it's just... Just some players just aren't just made for the Premier League. It's, yeah. You know, you have a look at sort of the best left-wingers at the moment. It's it's Diaz, it's Martinelli. Yeah. Um, you know, Grealish Doku player there. Yeah. And... As good as they are with ball at feet and dribbling at blades, mm. they love the ball in behind yeah, and just absolutely. using their pace and yeah. running and being direct. Yeah. And Sancho's kind of more sort of technical, you know. Bit slower pace. Bit slower, yeah. yeah. So, again, it, it's a good move for him. It, you know, goes back to, you know, Dortmund, which he obviously loved. So, see what happens with him. And yeah. you know, it's a win-win for both parties. Oh, absolutely. Point. I think Dortmund need a chance to push himself back yeah. up into yeah. Champions League contention. I think they're seeing sixth at the moment. Yeah, fifth or um, sixth. Yeah, so a yeah. little bit off the pace and considering job, how yeah. Stuttgart and yeah. um, and how well um, Liverpool's in the play, they've got some catching up yeah. to do. So not saying a title race or anything like that, but yeah. maybe you can propel them back to where yeah. they are. Get them, get them Champions League football. Yeah, that'd be a massive thing for them. Um, and also Ian Matson's made the move across. 
someone that considering mm. I watched a lot of Burnley last season, I was very interested to see how he would do this season. I mm. thought, I hoped he would go back to Burnley and play. play went for Chelsea, went to, back to Chelsea, went to play some first team football. Got none of it. Yeah, I've, I've. I feel so sorry for so many Chelsea players. Yeah, it's just it's it's grim there. And he's gone out of Dortmund. Plays had to start because they've got a crisis left back with yep. um, internationals and injuries. So goes and plays a solid um, start for him. Yep. I think there's so much talent there. there oh, 100%. There is. 100%. You talk about Frimpong and Grimaldo. Same sort of mould here. Really aggressive. He can play as a wing back. He plays a winger. Very good with the ball. His feet super composed. And I think it's a forty million dollar buy yeah. buyout. Yeah. If I'm Dorbin and I think things will go well, I'm buying that. Yeah. I mean, if he if he enjoys the league, if he enjoys you know playing with the team, if um, you know he likes the manager, yeah. why wouldn't you? Because like there's a player there, yeah. You know, and if you're Chelsea, it's it's a win-win again because mm. you're sending a player to Dortmund who are known for developing yep. young talent. Um, but oh, I just feel sorry for the player because he's a, he's a he's a guy that should be playing every week. Yeah, should be improving every week. Learn, like I, what I said last week with Manu, mm. learning on the job. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's what he should be doing. So hopefully this little this little loan goes well. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. Super talented. It's, it's someone that yeah, has to be kept an eye out from. And I just feel like it's a Dortmund sort of player. Just Dortmund mm. sort of signing. Yeah. Yep. Young, very skillful, can be put into any sort of mould. He might be put into, into midfield or the, or the wing in the yeah. future as well. You never quite know. But exciting to see two... Um, Former Premier League players do mm. some do some work there yep. in their three 0 win. Um, back in England, quickly just EFL sort of stuff. Um, two teams contrasting ways, but touched a bit of Wrexham last week. Yeah. I touched them again this week. They are now a game behind and two points behind two points. top of League Two. Stockport, I, I, I think, think Stockport are top yeah. of the moment. Yeah, um, and we're not counting losing the manager. I forgot his name. Very good manager. He's he's left to um, pick up a bigger job high up the leagues. Feels like they're going to be the team that might. Do it again. Like the double promotion happens a lot, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's how you can continue Decent that. Amount, but yeah. it seems to be very sustainable at the moment. And with Wrexham, because of all the publicity around it and you know, a bit of Deadpool action going on here, yeah, like, yeah. is it actually going to work? <laughs> it's, I guess it's a promotion to say that you know, this can actually happen. And I've touched on Bournemouth a fair bit and that American backing and obviously they've got all the Saudi backing and stuff like that. Yeah. It's it's exciting to see, obviously, Wrexham do what they're doing because it's an old club. Yeah. But I think we might start seeing now more... American investment. I mean, we talked about last week how if you come up from the championship, you're so far behind in terms oh, of money, expenditure, yeah. and Big quality time. of facilities. If we start seeing this happen more, like Tom Brady's bought a part of mm. Birmingham, yeah, Birmingham. Um, Ed Sheeran's bought a part in Ipswich. We'll talk about this in, in, a, <laughs> in a few seconds' time. Like, maybe this is the way teams try and bridge that gap. Yeah. See how successful Wrexham being, like, bossing League Two, bossed the. Um, uh, the non-league system last year, record-breaking points. I guess first, I guess on the club, and then secondly, the second question would be about, I guess, ownership. Do you see them continuing this, do you guess, Hollywood run all the way up the leagues? Do you see them getting halted anywhere? And what do you see the future going to be like in terms of American ownership or celebrity ownership? I think, well, first of all, I think more sort of celebrities are getting involved. Mm. Like we saw Michael B. Michael Jordan, B. Jordan with Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, so I think more celebrities are starting to buy a stake or yep. you know in in not just premier league clubs but league 1 clubs yep. league 2 clubs which is good right we want sort of more investment in mm. football yeah um you know we want teams from lower leagues like i love seeing teams from the championship like ipswich yeah like coming up to the premier league yeah. cuz it's good like yeah. luton this year has been so been so fun yeah. watching them yeah. right um i think with Wrexham, i think 
like I, I do hope they get promoted. I mm. think it'd be a, just a good story. Yeah. Um, but like going up to league, league one, they'll be league next, one year. They'll be next year. Yeah. I don't think it'll be like oh yeah, they'll be up. Keep to going. Top. I think. Yeah. I think they're gonna have to invest more, and like they've got some. Having players like Ben Foster come into your club, I know he's like 38, yeah. 40. Yeah. But he's still a, a quality goalkeeper mm. and good enough for like, you know, the um, like National League or whatever. Yeah. Were. So, um, yeah, I think if they can, like, they've got some decent players. They've got Chris Mullen up front, who yeah. every time I look at a Rexham game, he's always kind of scored or done something. Stupid <laughs> Mullen. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, they've got some League One quality players. Yeah, they do. They have like some good players. Have some serious players. Yeah. That's what, I mean, that's what investment does there. And I don't know if it's going to like ruin the whole. Authenticity of like you've got the like, like Luton, Luton haven't had this million dollars investment, they've just sort of yeah, no. naturally worked their socks off to go up the legs from non leg all the way up. I don't know if it's going to ruin that whole part of it, but maybe that's the way the future goes. Like, all the teams in England have to have that sort of backing and mm. that and that background to you know force them up the table because otherwise, like we said last week, you'll have this problem where you'll just be like rebounding up and down with the Prem because. Yep. The Prem clubs are set. They've got billionaires. Like Norwich, yeah. for example. Yeah, like, just what can you do? Yeah, they come up and like they've got they've got some decent players that are yeah. good for the championship. Yeah. But you need strong investment, big mm. investment. And yeah. I know Luton haven't like really invested. Yeah, but again, yeah. like they've got their ground is so hard to put, and that like they've got a great manager. Rob yeah, Robert, oh, he's one of the top managers in the league. Really good. Yeah. If I was Crystal Palace, a team like Keeping that, I would be yeah keeping a. Close on his his rise to fame, I guess you can say, is quite ridiculous because mm. he got Forest Green up in League Two, I think, what, three yes. years ago. Yeah, and as you, the fans hated him for that because he left that mm. that project to join Luton and then got them up, and he's just yep. taken every step. And we we talked about it recently, with like Ivan Tony, in terms of like taking each step up the football pyramid, like Vardy and these guys. It's like they're just made for each step they go, and it feels mm. like Rob Edwards just made to keep. Jump on these steps and yep. in a similar mould as to Eddie Howe, you might have a similar sort of yeah, like maybe, rise yeah. in his career because I think me and Flynn touched it yesterday, I think Eddie Howe sort of maxed himself out a little bit. But yep. Rob Edwards, I think, has a few steps like Palace or maybe like hopefully a West Ham or if they continue to try and like mm. try some new things, he could, you know, make that mm. that push to be a sort of a top half sort of manager because he's got the he's got the ideas, he's got the, yeah. the mindset and with a few more quality players yeah. in the squad. I think there's there's more to his management. Like Absolutely. he's playing yeah. This defensive yeah. sit back counter mm. attacking football because he has to yeah. because they don't have That's the budget job. they don't have the players, yeah. but like there's moments in games even against Liverpool like they'll keep the ball quite well and mm. actually move it forward. Yeah. So if he can get like a team like Palace with some good young talent, yep. some decent Premier League players mm. like Joachim Manson at the back, you know some decent midfielders in Decore and stuff, mm. like he could actually be a good manager. Yeah. And he, oh, he already is, but yeah. he could be more expansive with his, with how he sets People up his team. People can find his, find his yeah, name exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah, that, especially that's that's the thing what we're saying. Like, these there's a lot of good managers in here. Mm. You should find them out of the the lower leagues. Yeah, that, a lot, there's a lot. Of there's good a lot going on the lower leagues. A lot leagues. of talent there. Um, and that leads me to my next point about Ipswich. Like, um, Kieran McKenna, the former United assistant under Ole, um, gets his gig and catch a Carrick's going to Middlesbrough. He's doing a decent job there. Mm. Good finish last season. McKenna's gone to Ipswich, and they were flying, like absolutely yeah. flying around first, sitting in second, had a little halt. As of recently, mm. um, and this sort of, I guess, backtracks our fo- uh, point prior. They're not the big dudes like the Southamptons yeah, or Leeds no. that are right behind them. And, you know, like I guess, um, West Bromwich Alvin as well around the area as well. Not the big, big clubs that have had the payment from the Premier League as of recent years. Do you see them? I think they've, uh, they've won one, drawn four and lost 
won in their last six games, so mm. come to a standstill, basically. Yeah. Do you think they can hold on to this automatic qualification for the Premier League? I think it's going to be hard just because Southampton and Leeds have that sort of know-how yeah. about how to, how to mm. get into the Prem. Um, I mean, the, ch- the championship is s- probably the most competitive league yeah. in the world. Yeah. I mean, the gap between six to about 13th, 14th is like three points. It's ridiculous. It's, it's mental. Yeah. And then you've got teams in like 15th, 16th that are only like you know, five, six points off. Oh, far six. off, yeah. Um, so it's it's a ridiculously hard league with teams that have sort of the same like a same amount of kind of quality. Mm, yeah. It's just sort of tactics and sort of moments which sort of yeah. separate it. Um and like they they didn't lose that they, they drew three in a row. Yeah. And that set them back big time. <laughs> you know, Leicester, I think Leicester lost their last game. They won nil up and then yeah, they, 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 they got a red card and go, it, yeah. it all kind of went. Yeah. Um but I think Leicester are, are guaranteed. I I think day, right. the, the quality like they've got like Jewsby Hall's a good player. Yeah. They've got Premier League players, Harry Winks, Connor mm. Cody's there. Yeah. Um, I think so. I think they're already they're already promoted. But yeah, you know, Ipswich, I don't know. It's, it's three points to Southampton at the minute. Three I points think. to Southampton and a further two more. I think it was to Leeds. Yeah, I think they'll make the the playoffs. I think they'll. Yeah. I think, but I I think I think maybe Southampton will pip them for promotion. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just a league where they've it's got just, the big yeah, boys. It's, it's just it's such a hard league to. To predict, because mm. any generally anyone could be anyone. Like even like, well, Plymouth started the season alright, and they've yeah. dropped out of nineteen. Yeah, exactly. So that's sort of the league it's at. Yeah. Um, like even Sunderland playing well this season, Watford around the place, um, and like it's just so deep. And Coventry mm. City's back. Yeah, they, Coventry, they're the one that yeah. beat Leicester I think, on the weekend. Yeah, you've got all these teams that just had their like their little runs and their moments. Like Coventry were in the playoff last season. They're in. They're mm. in six. They're finally coming good again. It's just it's just. It's a deep league, and yeah, I think it's such a hard league to get. If they're going to go through, it's like I said, like I said the last point. I think it's McKenna's like management because he's he's brought a I guess a different sort of foreign style. I guess the championship in terms mm-hmm. of really aggressive, front footed, um, high tempo, high possessions of the football that in the championship normally it's just about grinding out results because mm-hmm. you play what forty eight games. It's about yeah, it's just grinding just results as constant. much as possible. Yep. Um, and he's brought a high tempo, high pace game that has seen success. Mm. But I don't know now if it's maybe starting to backfire a little bit on his team. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe I mean, just find their level a bit. Yeah. They, they've lost. They've only lost three games. Yes. But the problem is they've drawn seven. Yes, that's the problem. So, like, Leicester have lost four. Southampton have lost four. Leeds have lost six. Mm. But they're just, like, some, like, nil-nils are costing them. Yeah. And I don't know if it's it a bit been of... a tough it's run not as well. Being, maybe not being brave enough. Maybe yeah. just kind of, we'll take a draw here instead yeah. of maybe going for it. But, like... They're still in a good position. They've still got that three-point gap. Yeah. Um, you know, if they go on a bit of a run, can they catch up to Leicester? I mean, potentially, but I d- yeah. don't really think so. <laughs> I think Leicester are, are pretty much uh, promoted already. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I mean, it's I mean, Preston could get you know promoted. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it's, it's they're in twelfth. It's just a ridiculous league. Yeah. And it's every year it, it's this There's close. Always some. It's it's never like a year list. off where no. like the top four is clear and then no. you have. Like, it's just every year from third till about 18th. <laughs> There's always a team that can points. do something, yeah. yeah. And you always hear the stories of teams like that, like um, under Carrick, relegation <laughs> with Middlesbrough, and they yeah, turned yeah. around to be a playoff team. Playoff team. It's just, that's what I love. Oh, I love watching the where, championship where playoffs. They're 12, I think. They're just oh, they're so around they're, the place. Well, they're around, the, as long as you're around the mark. Yeah, yeah and with Carabao yeah. Cup, semis against Chelsea to worry about. Yeah. There's a lot of other things and going on. I, I can never 
big chance in that they one. They could nick that one as well, yeah. Because, I mean, Chelsea can barely score these days, so... <laughs> they can't score a goal yeah, from open play exactly, to save their lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we always have to keep an eye on the EFL. We'll keep you guys up mm. as much as possible, but there's always something happening there. Always something. Um, yeah, really exciting for Wrexham, really exciting for Ipswich. If you can, once again... He's out these new teams. I'm a fan of having new <laughs> yeah, teams doing, I love it. doing successful things. No, Norwich, West Brom, you had your time. Yeah. Let's get yeah, it. Southampton, Coventry. Get stuffed. Yeah, you Cove come up. Yeah. Su- I wouldn't mind Sunderland again, though. I'd love to see it. Just for the derby as yeah. well. Just see a Premier yeah. League. Da- oh, yeah. oh, Maybe another um, Sunderland till I die. Yeah. Coming out again. Give another dog. We'll nice. go yeah. welcome to Wrexham. Sunderland till I die. Yeah. Give us a Coventry show as well. Why not? Let's chuck all of them in there. Just to finish it off as well, again, back to Spain again. Spanish Super Cup semi-final. Atletico went down 5-3 to Real, but Griezmann scored the record-breaking goal. Yep. Now it was all-time leader into the Atletico goal scorers. Funny one with him. Um, I've read a lot of things about him, and another player that really goes under the radar, underrated, probably had one of the best 2023s in terms of after that World Cup. Ridiculous mm. for Atletico. Got them out of a rough spot, got them to a Champions League um, top-four spot. Um, massive for France in that World Cup. Obviously, with Mbappe, you just get you know covered up a little yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. and then you also see what he's done for France in the qualifiers, unbeaten in Euro qualifiers. This is the guy that I think that, Bar- like similar to Coutinho, that Barca move sort of killed the whole reputation he'd built yeah, as one of yeah, Europe's that, best before yeah. he left for Barca. Good start there, but then again, they bought him to try and appease Messi. But then what happened was they both tried to play the They're same, both, and it just yeah. didn't work. And it's yeah. just unfortunate because they need to win back the Atletico fans that still think his reputation is a bit taunted. Mm. Yeah, there. Um, but still will go down, I think, as La Liga, one of the Liga's best ever's and also Atletico's best yeah. ever. Like, if he hadn't moved to Barcelona, we could be seeing maybe Atletico's best ever player in their history. Yeah, 100%. You see, like, when he was, when he was sort of coming up for Atletico, he mm. had Prime Suarez, he had Benzema, yeah. Messi, Ronaldo. Yeah. So all the talk was, was about them. Yeah. And he was just... Sort of, he's always been that player that's kind of flown under the radar. It's like when you yeah. watch, like obviously, if like French football love him, like yeah. France, they absolutely yeah. love him. He plays pretty much all their games. Mm. Um, he's been part of the successful era, obviously winning the World Cup, yeah. getting to a Euros final. Um, oh, no, was it? no, World Cup final, sorry, another World Cup final. World Cup final, yeah. And they went, they went to a Euro final, didn't they? Portu- Portugal. Yeah, yeah. So they went to another Euros. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Shut myself for a minute. No, but say, the ball was yeah. all in question. No, no, they definitely made uh, a yeah, final. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously it was part of that successful era. But yeah. even for Atletico, like he's, if you get rid of his sort of tenure at Barcelona, mm. um, he's been he's been consistently really, really good. Yeah. Always scoring. Yeah. Um, you know, a big part of their success when, um, you know, they've been successful under yeah. um, Simeone. Yeah. And Simeone's got the best out of him. He's played, he's played to his strengths there. and yeah, it's a very good relationship. Even when obviously he went to Barca and then Simeone was one that welcomed him back. One that him back with open arms. Yeah. Um, you, like you touched on his consistency. I've got the stats up here just because I wanted to show how consistent he's been. So Sociedad in 10-11, seven goals, three assists. Next season, seven goals, four assists. Ten goals, five assists. And then his final year at Sociedad, 13-14, 16 goals and four assists. They maximum moved to Atletico, 22 goals and three assists, 22 goals, six assists, 16 goals, eight assists, 19 goals, nine assists, 15 goals, eight assists. Then the Barca move comes, nine goals, four assists. Next season, a little bit better, um, 2021, 13 goals, eight assists. Then um, makes the move to Atletico that season, but the whole like minutes thing, so yeah. he never played. He's only yeah. got three goals and five assists in 26 appearances, and then 15 and 17, and then 11 and three this season. Like, yeah. I think he... Had more assists than De Bruyne and Messi 
and was behind goals of Lewandowski, Benzema, mm. um, and Ronaldo. So, like, last year, in terms of the calendar year, was probably th- th- mm. the most yeah. consistent player and yeah. was yet 20th in the Ballon d'Or yeah, rankings. Yeah, that's mental, isn't it? And I'll I'm, I'm hold my hands up as well. I didn't I didn't see him as much of a, like a top player last season, but I looked at the stats and yeah. looked at the impact he's had. And when you think about what you say, you think, oh, my God, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's actually... Yeah, there's, when you read about there's probably, what, two... Seasons that maybe it's a two, little bit four seasons, yeah, two, but yeah. Besides that, it's just consistent. Fifteen goals and plus yeah. eight assists and plus every year, yeah. and for a, and in these Simeone years as well, like they don't play very yeah, aggressive football. About how defensive they are they so play, defensive, yeah. they're so boring. And this year they're finally playing attacking football. And look, eleven goals and three assists, yeah. and last fifteen goals and seventeen assists last yeah, season. He's clinical as well. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, just a, it's just one of those things. Like Coutinho, shame he he left for Barcelona. Yeah. Um. Obviously he, for him, he, he obviously it's really move. wanted that yeah, move. It's yeah, it's his move. But if he had stayed or if he'd got another club, you might be seeing or being talked about as one of the best mm. you know, to go about it. Because as you said, in France, they love him. Oh, the yeah. Champs will, yeah. would play him every and day. rightly so. Yeah, <laughs> a, a hero for them in terms of like playing the number 10, playing with the left a little bit. Just, yeah, superstar. But yeah, had to touch him. Um, mm. 174 goals for the club. Very, yeah, very impressive. isn't it? Um, and yeah, top goal scorer for Atletico. no... No yeah, main feet no, as well. Yeah. Um, do you th- where do you think again going circling back to that point? Where do you reckon he'll rank once he's done up in terms of La Liga? Where does he sit in terms of their grades? I th- like he's up there for sure, but like La Liga's had some superstars, like the world's best. Yeah, up top. Yeah, so it's he's probably like the tier below. Yeah, but like that's no shame no. because yeah. of like some of the players that have come through Real mm. Madrid and Barca over the years, but. Yeah, yeah, probably the tier below, but he's he's under the radar. Is three words to, <laughs> you know, yeah, speaking about him. But yeah, he's he's been brilliant for Atletico, and just on even the World Cup, he was entertaining. Like twenty eighteen, doing all them like dances and <laughs> all stuff the dance like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he never fails to entertain. Yeah, him and Giroud were that's, that's, that's a combination. Combo. That's deadly. a deadly yeah. combination up top. But yeah, just think. Yeah, you're right under. Maybe you go Ren- Messi, Ronaldo. Even like back, Bay. like Raul. Like I'm thinking like back in like. Oh, the like day. oh, I'm pr- oh, no, I know Raul. All there goes, yeah. all those are clear. But I guess in his generation, in his generation, he's like he's yeah, he's up there. Yeah, with like, like Suarez. Yeah. Like Suarez was obviously Suarez named better. a bail. Yeah, and then maybe chuck him on. Maybe he had a bail. In that sort of because Bale's only good for what four, five seasons. Yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. chuck him in that sort of bracket there. Yeah, definitely in that bracket. But yeah, yeah. it's just. A superstar and someone that needs to be talked about and deserve his deserves his props at oh, least. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, like we did last week, do you want to just do some predictions for the weekend's Premier League action to, to finish us off? That's what we love around here. We love some Premier oh, League action. Love our Premier League football. Um, first game of the weekend is going to be Arsenal and Palace. Yeah, As Flynn said, the re- revitalization of the title yeah, charge can, starts. Can now. It, I can see <laughs> it being absolute battering, to be honest. Yeah, battering. Yeah, I can. Ooh, not close. I, not even at nah, half a sniff. I, of Palace. I just. I can't see it. I think, I think Arsenal will press the absolute, like they did against yeah. Wolves. To be honest, yeah, get just press pitch. the hell out of them. And look, they might, they might go sort of two 0 up and kind of just go like, we got. Let's just yeah. defend and sort of hold on to it. Mm. Um, but it just kind of depends what sort of mood they're in. I'd probably go like a, a four 0 <laughs> Okay, the first yeah. big result of the season that it would be. Yeah. Um, okay, write that. Brentford and Forest up next. See, Forrest might have a bit of kick up the bounce. backside yeah, yeah. and obviously the, the Chargers yeah. as well. So oh, the, char- the, yeah, right, the yeah. players will probably be a bit pissed. And Brentford, 
struggling at the minute. If, if yeah. Brentford lose this, they are. I already think they're in trouble, but yeah. this could be a. The Tony return. Do you game. think Frank is is in a bit of trouble here? This is one of those ones again. He's come through the championship and had such a reputation for being so good through that league. Yeah, been so good for so long. I think he needs to stop tinkering. Is what I think he needs mm. to do. Stop playing five back, three back, four back. Just pick one and stick with it. Yeah. Even Tony being back is gonna be a big boost. I don't is he, think is he back for this he's game. Back for this he's game. Back. I don't think they win this game, unfortunately. But I think, yeah, if they lose maybe yeah. another one with a team around the mark, then the pressure starts piling mm. on. But I think what he's done in his resume, you can't sack him. Yeah, that's. I, I wouldn't so, sack him. I, yeah. I think you got to stick with him. Yeah. Because he obviously hasn't had Tony and Bremer hasn't been there. Bremer hasn't been there, Rissa yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's, he's trying to change to just get something out yeah, of the team. Something, just yeah. get something, get yeah. a draw, something to, to be positive about. But, yeah, I think... I think a draw, probably a 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Yeah, can't really that. split them. Gee, next game, Sheffield and West Ham. <sighs> Belter of a How game. How many goals? <laughs> We're doing a live stream for this, yeah? Yeah, we'll be here for this <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sheffield, probably already really good. Yeah, gone. Definitely I think, gone. Yeah. Um, I think I think this is a danger game for West Ham. Right, sort of yeah. just, yeah. like, kind of just going there, sort of expecting just to get a goal. I said this as well. They're a counter-attacking team. They'll have all the ball. Yeah. Can they do yeah. it without... Um, kudos And with the ball At their feet Can they yeah. actually Create enough That's the yeah, thing Yeah this I is where about. you need Paquetta yep. and, and Bowen To just Masterclass just, Yeah Just yeah. be the standout Yeah Which is what they should be I'll, I'll still go probably 2 near West Ham Yeah I think very similar so But Again they can't danger. take it lightly Yeah danger game I mean Sheffield could have easily When Liverpool were winning 1-0 They could have easily They had a couple had a of, of Corners so Yeah You never know You never know This game I think well, that's your next two, probably the biggest of the weekend. I think this will be a danger game danger, as well. Yeah. Bournemouth at home hosting Liverpool. Very nervous. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because, like, obviously we're missing a couple of players due to AFCON and mm. obviously we've got a bit of a left-back cross at the minute. Mm. Trent's not going to be there. No, no Trent either. I, th- I think we recorded last week and then the Wednesday when I woke up, Trent was cool. Trent was injured. I think we'll give him praise. We'll praise well. him yeah. how he was. And then he got injured. Connor so Bradley's going to be in there. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with our defence. It's just... I think if Bournemouth score first, I think it's it's going to be very hard for us to get back in it. I'll place the play at the moment as well. I know we did it against Fulham. Yeah. But, again, we got a bit lucky with the deflection. You're not going to get that every mm. game. We still played or, like, decent against Fulham. But, um, yeah, Bournemouth, are, they play good football. Ariel is a very I good manager. manager very Obviously, good. Solanke's a threat. Yep. You know, Van Dijk and probably Kanata, I'd imagine, yep. will play have to take yeah. him seriously. Um, you know, they've got some... some Good players behind him as well, like Semenyo. Semenyo I think underrated, probably one of yeah. the most underrated players in the Absolutely, league. Absolutely, yeah. Clivert's there. Mm. They've got a defence that, you know, Solo battered and bruised yeah. and will just do yeah. anything. Neto's yeah. a decent keeper, so. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a tall one, this one. I'm going to... I'll go 3-1 to the red still. 3-1, okay. Yeah, I think I had a 2-1 on top of my head, but yeah, it's going to be that I'll, sort of game. I'll go 3-1 to, to Liverpool. Um, Score win for Liverpool, I think, yeah. yeah. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Start's going to be huge. Yeah. You don't want to be coming from behind yet again, I think. Yeah. That would be yeah, no. Wouldn't want to go 1 0 down in this not one. Not in this one, yeah. yeah no. Um, and then the final game of this match week, believe it or not, um, is Brighton and Wolves. Mm. I'm very excited for this game as well. Two Good teams. games. Good game. Brighton yeah. on the up, I think, with a few players coming back. Estupinian's yep. now back. Seeing Gross in midfield again. And then yep. Wolves, obviously, we know how dangerous they can be. Um, yep. How are you seeing this one sort of panning out? I think this will be a really good game. I think both teams play good football. Obviously, Brighton have got a couple of players back, like you yep. said, with their Stupinan. Yeah. And, um, you know, they're getting back into form as well. Yeah, they're looking the a bit main better, yeah. thing. 
But Wolves, I th- you know, Huang Hee Chan's been <laughs> ridiculous. He's got like 10 league goals yeah. this season, which is yeah. a joke. He's been really good. Um, they lose him, but they get Neto, right? Yeah. It's not like yeah, they the do biggest thing. Yeah. But yeah, without Huang, it's going to be a big, big problem. Yeah, without him. Um, I'd probably say a 2-1 Brighton. Yeah, I think, I think very similar, yeah. Um, but it wouldn't shock me if Wolves were to go there and get a result. Because mm. I think Gary O'Neill's a top manager. Another one of those ones and again. They got, they got some players that are playing pretty well at the minute. But it's a good solid back line as yeah, well. Exactly. Very solid at the back. Yep. Again, another five-game weekend. Not a fan. Yeah, but not a, wait, let's get back to this This full... When, when did we get back to the... Oh, I've no idea. 31st of January. Oh, end, end of the month. Is yeah, because we've got them like midweek fixtures to follow. Yeah. Like, I'm not a, I, I want yeah. my I want my like four games on a Saturday. Give me some Yeah, I know. We've got like, Thursday the 1st of February. Liverpool, Chelsea at 4. Yeah, not a fan of that. No, not having that. No not sleep here yeah, no. for us. <laughs> not having that. <laughs> um, that brings this week for an end, mate. Thank yep. you once again for jumping on. Massive Good. talking points. Always something happening in the world of football. We said about transfers. Yep. Football Only got stops. a little bit this week, but hopefully next week we have a few more. Hopefully. As the month yep. that it comes to an end. So um, yep. definitely be there for that. Thanks for coming back on. We might see you soon enough, yep. whether it be live streams or once again the couch. So yep. we'll see you very soon. Thanks, Thanks for good. tuning in, guys. Thanks for all the support in last week's midweek podcast. Can we beat it? That's yep. my challenge. Let's keep it going. Guys. Come on. Yeah. 300 this week. 300. Come on. 300. Come on. 300. Here we go. <laughs> um, make sure to like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Um, share on Spotify, five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, and we'll see you guys very, very soon for another podcast. Till then, see you later.